Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From a land far, far away where success is a long shot and the struggle really is real comes a voice from the depths of the concrete, the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood Podcast. From Pizza Blood. We got that pizza blood. I probably won't be too long. Talk about a few subjects. Talk about life. Talk about, you know, the ups and the downs. Talk about the ins and the outs. Talk about... You know, you got to watch out for the master manipulators out here conning you. Oh, nothing happened to me. Well, I saw something. Somebody did something that to a lot of people. Are we recording yet? Yeah, I'm just getting a level. Oh, cool. Yo, I ever tell you about the time a roach crawled in my sister's ear while she was sleeping? That's how I'm going to start my... I got to let you in on the on the... To let you, I gotta let you know how real it is. This shit is real. Would you like me to sit here? Oh, you can if you want. You know, you, you can. I don't know yet. Okay. This is the first time I've ever recorded by myself. Everybody's like nervous. That's cool. Do you have a set you set for yourself? Yeah, I got, I got, I got some notes. All right. Well, this sounds good. So. So whenever we go, we just going. Yeah, okay, you're all set. Boom, boom. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh. Yeah, you could you have a seat, Taylor. Okay, I'm going to grab my computer. Grab your computer, grab a 40-ounce, grab a blunt. <laughs> grab whatever you need to get your, you know, to get your mind right. Oh, 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 we out here. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood. Uh, you know who it is, your boy. This is our fifth, ep- no, this is our sixth episode, excuse me. We've been here for a while now. Uh, feel good to be back. Had a pretty adventurous week. Uh, before we start, shout out to everybody going to hopeofthehood.com, uh, buying the Liddy candles. Uh, if you haven't heard by now, we got the Liddy candles in rotation. We moved units last week. I was surprised. We moved a bunch of units. They're going to be shipping out probably early uh, next week. So if you order yours, you'll get them sometime probably after. When you're listening to this, you'll get yours the week after this. Um Shout out to you guys. If you didn't know about the Liddy Candles, uh, it's the first little piece of merch we got at Hope of the Hood. We got, I call them flavors. I don't call them scents. I call them flavors. We got the most flyest flavors. We got, uh, right now the fan favorite is uh, is, uh, Snuggle Season. Everybody's fucking with Snuggle Season because it's that time. You got to pull your Uggs out. 
Taylor got her Uggs on. Got to pull them out. Then, then we got the Bodega Latte. You know, that flavor is also a fan favorite. If you wonder what that smells like, it smells like a, like a, like a latte with a hint of cat hair. You know, it's very, very Bodega. You know, we got Bodega Breeze. Uh, that one smells like a freshly mopped Bodega floor with Fabuloso, and the Breeze just came by, so you smelt it. That's what that is. And then we also got Skirt Skirt Spice. You know, when you want to move, skirt, skirt, but, but yet you spicy. So we're trying to cover all angles. We got some more merch coming soon. Uh, so get these while they last. They're running low right now. <clears throat> we probably only have maybe uh, five to ten of each flavor left. Actually, we're running low on Bodega Breeze. Uh, this this episode is just going to be your boy. This is all Petey. This is this is. All access to PD. I was thinking of a name when I'm going to call this episode or like what I could say. Like was, I was thinking about something riffing or like whatever. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm just going to call this shit. F- feel me. Listen. Hear me. Please. Please don't. And also, if you if you um, haven't listened to any of the old episodes, even if you don't want to listen to them, just go click play. Put it on mute. You know what I'm saying? Your boy needs all the help he can get. I appreciate it. Um, a lot's happened since the last episode. Your boy had a birthday. No, actually, I've been had the birthday, but it was, it was, you know, I got to celebrate like three weeks of the birthday. Turned 35. You know, your boy's getting old. My bone. Because the thing is, my, my, my 35 is really 245 years old because I age in dog years. It's different in the hood. We age seven years to everybody with, you know, gluten-free and no GMOs, one year, seven. My bones, Tim's, but I feel good because I got some, I also got some new insoles this week. Dr. Scholl, shout out to Dr. Scholl's. This episode was sponsored by Dr. Scholl's. Also, I got a matter of fact, before we get into it, I got a few shout outs, man. Shout outs, this episode is also sponsored by uh, Lynn's Garden. On Seneca and Linden, they got the bomb ass dumplings. They keep me, they keep your boy alive and thriving. The General Tiso's popping sesame chicken. You know what I found out recently? I found out that General Tiso ain't nothing but sesame chicken without the seeds. This whole time I thought it was a whole nother episode, same episode, different guest. That shit was crazy. Shout out to them. So back to the insole. Shout out to Dr. Scholes. Uh, if you got old shoes and you want to get rid of them, trust me. You get you some Dr. Scholes. It's going to feel like you put a whole new upholstery inside an old-ass car. That's what it'll feel like. Uh, what else is going on in my life? Had a lot of ups and downs uh, this previous week. Not really downs. I'm lying. I had more ups than downs. I don't really count the downs. But it's reality. Shit happens. I went to a show the other day. I went to a show. Uh, what was it? Last Saturday. I went to a brunch show early. Your boy don't even do brunches. It was my girl's birthday. I got, you know, I'm chilling. But I remember I had a brunch show. I get to the brunch show in the city. About a 45-minute ride from Brooklyn or Queens. I get there, and the dude running the show is like, nah, man, you ain't on the lineup. 
And I'm like, what? And then, so, like, my first reaction was, all right, I'm going to just go home. No big deal. You know, no sweat off my back. My girl's birthday. I'm going to go back home, chill with her, eat some breakfast or some pizza, actually. It was, after, it was the afternoon. So this dude goes into this whole expl- explanation. Oh, man, you know, things like this don't happen when I'm in charge because I, I got people working with me and they working for me and they, they fucking up and. I do. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm, I, I'm, I get it. I'm gonna go home. No, no, you don't understand, man. You don't understand. I do 365 shows a year. This never happens. 366 if it's a leap year. I don't know. He's like, I got. I did Eddie Murphy's two, first two tours. I'm like, Eddie. I didn't even know he did any tours. He hasn't been out since 1984. I did. Mint Condition was here last night. I'm like, yo, mint condition was popping when my moms was still hot in these streets. So I'm upset now. I'm upset for like two seconds. And I'm like, you know, I don't get too upset because I look at who I'm dealing with. This dude looks like he's been out of touch with reality for at least 30 years. So I leave, go back home on the train, open up my phone. Mind you, my phone was disconnected. So I only had service underground when we had the transit wireless. Your boy was very refugee-ish. It was very refugee-ish this last weekend. But nonetheless, my head was high as fuck. So I get on the train, get my little service. I look at my phone, and it's a message from another comedian. I'm not going to say his name yet, but you'll hear about it eventually. Once, once whatever happens, happens, and then I'll tell you about what happened. So the comedian, he hits me up. I get a message from him. He's like, yo. Um, I'm almost ready. You're pretty much in for this audition thing. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know. It just hit me like I don't know if I would have even got that message if I would have been down in the dumps. Like I would have, I might have been all caught up on this dude out of touch with reality for 30 years, and then the good shit might not have came. And then like I noticed that's been happening though. Like every time something seems like it would shake me, I keep moving, keep my head up. Like, yo, fuck this shit. It ain't the end of the world. I'm not in jail. I'm not dead. I'm going to keep going. I got this. Something good happens. So I'm like, dude, it's almost scary. Like, I get I, it, like I get fucking chills. Like, I'll be fucking just going to excuse all the expletives, too. I get excited. When I get positive, I curse. This is where I'm from, from the Bronx. Fucking love you guys. So I've been getting, like, these emotions, you know, just like, man, just positives being positive good things are coming you got to be positive if you're negative good things don't come when you're down in the dumps you never see you never see a negative dude or you rarely see a negative dude hoisting the trophy at the end of the game the negative dude's out of it he's missing all of his shots because shit ain't going uh right outside of the game the dude that can block all that out and keep going i think that's the guy that you see crying at the end because like damn he knows all the bullshit he went through to get there and and didn't uh, fold so the lesson I learned this week was basically keep your head up even if you would that's what I feel like I be in the dumps but my head is so high people don't even see the dumps below my neck you know what I mean it's like like imagine the dumpster but a dude's head is just popping out of it and he's just Walking around happy, and they're like, that's all you, you're making eye contact with everybody. They don't even see your dumpster apparel. You know what I mean? They don't even see the fucking, the dirty cabbage coming out of your pockets. 
Even though I don't got dirty cabbage in my pockets or nothing. So don't go thinking that I'm that guy. So just be positive, I think. Obviously, it's fucking... You know, it's crazy because it's so easy to say. And it's hard as fuck to do, dude. Being positive is hard. It's not like, yo, the hardest thing to do... That, but you know what? I like challenges. One of my, the things I love in life is the challenge. I, I remember I tell people all the time, I go, I, I'm going to miss, and sometimes I do miss being the underdog because I love that challenge. Like I, I, I'm used, I thrive when people don't think I'm good. I thrive when I got to prove myself, even though I'm still proving myself, but it's just that thing of that underdog, like, man, when shit's fucked up. You got to prove yourself. And it feels good to fucking to do it. Uh, What else is going on? We're going to cut all of those what else is going on out. So, yeah, I went camping for my birthday. That shit was lit. My girl started a campfire. Blew my mind. Sexiest thing I ever seen in my fucking life. Never had a woman start a campfire for me. I've never felt more turned on yet safe at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because if you think about it, the fire. You know how crucial fire is in the wilderness the fire will be the reason the coyotes don't bite your toes off while you sleeping man coyotes are known to bite toes off in the woods if there's no campfire brewing it was sexy made me start looking at other women differently looking at these women like what do they have to offer what are they gonna swipe me in on the on the train fucking swipe Ladies, gentlemen, people of the court, everybody, learn how to start a campfire. I started a campfire the next day. I seen what she did. Then also she did it without lighter fluid. I got the fluid. I got the oil. So it was a little, I felt like I was cheating. But she made me feel good. She was like, oh, look at you. You got your fire so perfect. And I'm like, I, but I cheated. You started your shit with just some tinder and a fan. It's like, look at that shit. Feeling good. Got the new Dr. Shows in Souls. You guys know that already. Make sure you get that merch. You know, I was listening to a song today. It was by KRS-One. It was called Out of Here. I don't know if you guys ever heard this song, but it it struck me because the message was so crazy. It was, uh, so the chorus goes, do you ever think, do you ever think about when you out of here? Uh, fancy car, leather couch out of here. I don't know why he said leather couch. I guess leather couches were big back in the 80s, 90s. It was like a huge deal, but now they got leather couches for like $10 at every dollar store. He says, when your fancy cars and your leather couch is out of here, when the limousines are out of here, do you ever think about when you out of here? And I thought about that song. I played it like 20 times this morning. And I, I love that song because it does make you think about, do you ever think when you out of here? Like, I think about that all the time. Like, those are the things, like, I almost try to live for today for when I'm out of here. Or I try to live my day like I could be out of here. So that's why I try to treat people very well. I try to do my best. I try to just live at a certain way. So that when I am out of here, all that's left is the memories. Hey, you know, you 
Think about you leave a room and you die after you leave that room. The last thing that the way you acted is what the people are going to say about you that will last with you. They're going to say, man, I saw this guy. was a, He always lit up the room whenever he came around. He always made me feel good whenever he came around. He never had nothing bad to say. He always made me feel good when he came around. So these are the things that I think are like, yeah, we, you know, people always go, this, I'm living for this goal. I want to I wanna achieve this. And, you know, I think we should all have goals and visions and things we want to achieve. But still, on the everyday, day-to-day, every day, you're not going to reach your ultimate goal. I'm not saying you're not, but it's not likely that you say, this is what I want to be, and you just become it. So on the way to becoming whoever you want to be, wherever you want to be, I feel like you shouldn't lose sense of who you are right now and how you affect people right now, even on the lowest level. You know what I, I, I when I when I first started stand up <clears throat> I knew I wasn't the funniest and I knew um there were a lot of people in line before me so I I kind of took that notion of treating people well. I was like I'm going to treat people the most nicest. But yeah, you treat people nice but like there's that thing of you get so fucking far and when it's sincere like, it can't be some sucker shit. Like, it can't be I'm going to be nice just because, like, I'm trying to get something from you. You got to be nice without even expecting anything in return. Like, I was like, so when I first started in comedy, I'd go around. I'm, I'm, I tried to be the most useful person, whether it be cleaning tables, answering phones, seating people, shoveling snow, cleaning shit in the toilet, wiping up vomit. Helping the but everything it took because I wasn't f- that funny, and I knew I wanted to to have the opportunity to get funny. So I'm like, if I'm nice, if you're if you're a good enough person and people want you around, and that's the other thing, being enthused. You got to be the. I was always the most enthused. I'd be super enthused to get there to clean the tables. I'd be super enthused to just do the little things for that five minutes of stage time that I would get. So. Even if I bombed and even if I wasn't the funniest, people wanted me around. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that thing of like, when you out of here. And then also, a lot of people don't know this. When I first started doing comedy, or like, I'm going to say like five, six months into doing comedy, I got arrested. And, and not like some regular arrested. Like, I got arrested by the federal government. I was out on uh, bond for like two years, two and a half years. And I didn't know what my fate was awaiting sentencing. But those two years, it helped me in comedy because I just started. And I didn't tell anybody what I was going through in my life. But it just made me that more focused to know. And this may sound crazy bugged out, but I figured in the two years that I was out, if I did have to face time, in those two years, maybe I could have an impact. By the time I get out, one person may remember me. You know what I mean? Like one person may say, hey, that was the dude that treated me really nice. And he had a very good enthusiasm about the craft that we all love. And and not saying that I, anybody is going to give me anything or I deserve something just for that. But it feels good to, for someone to give you a nod. You know, hey, oh, yeah, that's the guy instead of just starting over at the bottom. But fortunately, you know, I'm here. Um, five years probation. But. It helped me, and and I think that's a that's 
a lot of people they they think they see me and maybe they think I'm mysterious. Some people because I don't like I hang out, but I don't really hang out. I don't really let people too in. Um, and sometimes I think people think, oh, Petey's always just this happy guy and he's always this. But I got a lot of shit going on, you know. Like a lot of I always say, if people saw my life on paper, a lot of people wouldn't be my friend. Like if you had to, if you had to audition for friendship and you had to put in the application. My application would get denied to be most people's friends. They'd be like, no, I'm serious. Like, yo, the record. My record's crazy. I've been arrested. I've never done any substantial long time. But if you look at my record, I've been arrested like probably eight to ten times. Even though I've known people that have been arrested way more than that. That's one. I got uh, with two felonies. That's two. High school dropout. That's three. Um, no, no GED. No diploma. That's four. Um... What else? No real, like, life skill. Like, I, I don't never, I never studied anything in school. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a degree in anything I could fall. I don't have so, a social degree. I don't even have a communications degree like most people get. I don't even know what that means. I don't have none of that. You know, so those are the things that are on paper. You know, I live with my moms and my girl. Like all of these things. I'm thirty fucking five years old. That's my resume. You know what I mean? And it's like, but that's not, like, luckily for me, fortunately for me, fortunately for everybody in the world, you ain't got to hand in no application when you when you meet somebody. You just be, your application is, is your fucking sincerity, your handshake, your hug, your fucking, who you are is your is your resume in, in the real world. You know, not not the materialistic, not in that world. So that was one of the things, too, that helped me because I knew, like, what I was going through didn't really matter where I was going and my focus and my enthusiasm is what's going to help, is what people are going to notice more and, and people are going to help me out and shit. And even thus far, like, I never focused on anything outside of comedy than comedy. I never focused on... Um, I never focused on getting a business card. I never focused on, oh, I got to get a website. I never focused on these things in the beginning. Yet, not saying that none of them, you don't need them. But initially, I just wanted to focus on the craft and I focused on, try to focus on the craft so much that the people that are real about it, the real, 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 the, the veterans, the, the, the guys that are young, it's a different bond that you have when you know somebody's doing it like you, no matter how good they are. No matter how bad they are, there's a thing, there's a com there's a common ground that everybody has, and you know that's that's kind of how I just tried to pattern my life. Like I tried to, uh, even till now, you know, I, I I'm 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 fortunate, so fortunate every fucking day. Like things things happen. I don't know what the fuck. I think it's just the good fortune in my spirit, man. Like it's just I'm because I'm a thankful. I show gratitude. And things happen. Like, I'll do a show, I'll try things out, and they'll work. Because I focus on, how can I be different? How can I do something that's like me? How can I, I don't focus on, you know, what someone else is doing. Sometimes I have, like, people hit me up, my friends, and they'll say, like, they'll say, like, today, the Comedy Central half hours got, um, who the people that were going to get, or getting the 2018 Comedy Central Half Hours got released. And sometimes things like those come out, and I'll have a friend hit me up and say, yo, what do you think about this thing? Or who, can you believe this person got this thing? You, 
And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Like, I'm happy for everybody that's doing their thing. I want everybody to succeed. Because the more people succeed, the less they got to bother me. Be thinking about my ass. Succeed, motherfucker. Go to Hollywood. Get a blimp. Fly out of here. But it's that thing of, like, I think you, I focus on me. I focus on, you know, what's for me. I don't even know what's for me. I'll be honest with you. I know what's the best, though. I know what's bells and whistles. But I couldn't tell you this is going to be the thing that's going to change my life. That's what you just take appreciation in every day. Take I take I appreciate every fucking day. I just it's I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird vibe and people are like yo. And then you have some people that go. This is the other funny one. People go especially like black black people come. Oh man, I talk to my homies. Man, you know they they only let one black person in at a time. Like, oh, you gotta be the nerdy black guy. Oh, you gotta do that. And I'm like, I'm eating. I'm I'm getting it. I'm out here. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Even if that was the case, I'm gonna be that one dude that that's gonna get that opportunity. I don't I don't look at it like I don't look at who's doing. I don't look at yo. If 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 any of that shit really mattered, a lot of people would have never achieved certain heights that they achieved if they looked at it and said. Like, if Jackie Robinson was like, yo, there's 400 baseball players, man. There's no way they're going to let one black guy in. There's no one they, no way they, I mean, I'm pretty sure he probably thought that. But he went along and he did it and he was the first. So what's wrong with, even if you knew that there was one person that they was going to allow to do it, why wouldn't you feel like it could be you? That's how I feel. I don't never, I never, I never look at it and go, man, you know, it's because they don't give people like me a chance. I look at it like that's why they're going to give me a chance because my shit is I'm going to be so different and I'm going to be just something that they never seen. I'm going to be a wild. So I don't think about like because I'm black. And then I had someone I seen at a show. They said, oh, I see you doing all of these white shows. And I'm like, I go wherever they book me, not wherever, because I'm not going to go to every show. It's got to be fruitful for me. I'm not going to go out of my way 20 bucks to New Jersey. I value myself more than that, you know, and not to say like I wouldn't have or I haven't done shit like that in the past, but this is 2017, November, whatever day it is, Petey, different, you know what I mean? I got value. It's like that thing, you find, you find value in your shit. Oh, another thing is, is from like, I believe you got to go hard, yeah, you got like that, so back to that thing of like, oh, there's only one black person or there's only one person going to get a chance or you doing this or you doing that. If you're not focused on going hard, if you, it's like if you look at the race and you're like, man, there's hurdles. What the fuck am I going to do? As opposed to looking at, oh, there's hurdles. Guess I got to jump over them. <laughs> that's what the fucking shit, like, that's the name of the game. So, you know, I feel like a lot of times people sometimes just be looking for the easy way out, the excuse. You know, I can't, I can't do that. I'm from the hood. My mom's, I already told my mom's I'm going to make it. I promised her. I said, I'm going to make it. And she said, just do it before my eyes don't, you know, before my eyes close forever. And I said, that's, all right, I got you. So every day it's like, that's, and then two is like, why you think the name of the, the whole shit is Hope of the Hood? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. 
They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know why the name of this whole shit is Hope of the Hood? It's because I give my people hope, man, when my moms and them see me. My moms is like, especially hood mothers, that's like your kids... The, the thing that I want to do the most is to make my mother proud. I've already made myself proud. I, I, you know, I've done things. You know, obviously there's more. Uh, I want to make myself prouder. But for more than anything, I want to make my mother proud because we from the hood. You know what I'm saying? We from where people don't really make it out. People don't make it like that. That shit is a long shot. Like you, you not to say you're going to be dead or in jail, but you're not going to make it like that. You're going to be. And and it, not that there's anything wrong with having a regular-ass job and just getting by and doing what you got to do to survive. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you ain't got, when when like, if you heard my resume, you ain't got many options. You know what I mean? And and comedy, I've always been good at making people laugh. I always want to make people laugh. So when my mom's, I got to make her proud. She come to a show, I can't do bad. Are you kidding me? My mom let me live with her for so long for free? She'd be like, nigga, you better start paying some rent around here. You know UPS and the um, postal office. She tried to start saying shit. You know you don't need a GED to work at Popeyes. I'm like, oh come on, man. You try to make me work at Popeyes. You know I'm gonna eat all of the chicken, have a heart attack on the first day of work. And it's but th- no, you. I think that's one of my purposes in life is like yo helping people, but also making my mom's proud. You know, and then especially like my mom sometimes come out to the show with her friends. The hood is brutal. Like if I'm not doing good, her friends will be like, yo, what's up with your son, man? Especially if they drove, they like, yo, yeah, I know we said we was going to pay for the gas, but nah, you got to pay us gas now. And the money that we've spent to see your bum-ass son bomb. These are some things that's on my shoulder. That's why I'm the hope of the hood. I got to hype myself up. I got to tell myself these things. Like, if I lose, now I'm going to make my mother look bad. I'm going to make everybody that believe in me look bad. You know, and I can't let the people down, man. There's a... This is my last shot, man. This is like my last shot. And even if it's not my last shot, I approach it like it's my last shot. And I think a lot of times you got to approach life with a lot of shit you do is your last shot. Don't give yourself a way out. You know what I mean? Don't do not do it. If you really don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you really want to do something and you want to be successful, you guys got to, you just got to keep going. Because um, that's where I'm from, from the hood, man. I told you, Roach House. I have roaches, man. I have ro- 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 I made me stutter so many roaches. Ro- 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 roaches, man. Fucking ro- What? The shit was pet friendly, man. It was too friendly. They was too friendly. Told you about the time the roach crawled in my sister's ear. Come on, man. I heard a scream in the middle of the night. I said, ah! I thought my mom was beating my sister. Come to find out, roach crawled in her ear. And then, and then, on top of that, we didn't know that roaches ain't got a reverse gear. 
So it's just moving forward in her ear. She's just screaming loud in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. It was none of that. It was just screams. And then you know how they got it out? They got the little snot. The shit you pull a snot out the baby's nose. Sucked it right out in two seconds. Because you know they was probably in the ER like, we got another one. That shit was just a regular occurrence. Then after that, we, we had to sleep with earmuffs and scullies and shit. Just to be safe. Our friends come over. What you doing? Being safe. Nigga, throw them some earmuffs. Put these earplugs in. Sleep with your mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's crazy. <clears throat> Recently, I found out that roaches can live upwards to like three to seven days with their heads chopped off. And the only reason they die is because they can't eat. Think about that, man. And did you also know roaches only move forward? They don't got reverse. Why do you think they've thrived for so long? They never went back. So at the same time, how foul that shit is, you can always see the beauty in it all and the inspiration. Roaches never went back. Only forward. You're not going to take a roach out that easy. You cut the roach's head off. He's living. You flush him down the toilet. Guess what? He's going to get into the reservoir, swim back to land, come back. Because roaches don't forget. He's going to come back to your apartment. Lay eggs. All right, enough of the roach talk. It's kind of disgusting, but it just gets real up here sometimes, you know? You ever think about when you out of here? Mm-mm-mm. Shout out to Double D Coffee. Shit's fucking delish. I feel like they spiked it with some pumpkin shit. No, I don't really, I don't like the pumpkin shit. I don't do pumpkin spice. I do pumpkin spice Dutch masters, but I don't do pumpkin spice. Also, yo, people out there, man, Thanksgiving's coming up, man. By the time you hear this, man, it's going to be gobble day, man. Make sure you get your, tur- your butter balls, your turkeys, your tofurkey, whatever you get down is, man. Make sure you, 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 get, you get up with some friends. Even though you know the holiday is built on a lot of foulness, a lot of tragedy, you know. But it ain't about that. You know how we do. We appropriate shit. We Americans, man. We appropriated whatever culture that, whatever holiday they said it was, we made it something else, man. This is turkey day. This ain't Thanksgiving day. This is turkey day. Family day. Going to my man Travis' house. Him and his wife's cooking it up, man. He told me he got like a he told me he got a twenty-six pound turkey. Twenty-six pounds, man. That's almost like my upper torso. Turkeys died for us. Make sure you, you make sure before you eat that turkey you shout it out, man. Even if you don't believe in God or say prayers, man. The turkey died for you. Turkey lives matter when they dead more. And alive, because if they wasn't alive, we wouldn't have them dead. We'd have a turkey crisis and everybody eating hens and shit. Although hens is good for Thanksgiving if you can't afford a turkey. I'm not trying to shit on you. Hens are definitely a little cornish. A little little cornish. Never hurt nobody. I'm getting some pretty good reviews on the podcast, too, by the way. Uh, Thank you guys that have been hitting me up and telling me that you like the podcast. I appreciate it. Somebody asked me the other day, yo, how do you do you feel good about the podcast? Are you going to keep going? I'll be honest with you. I'm going to keep it funky with you. I can see the I can see the graphs. I see the charts. I see how many listens we get every week, every episode, every day, every fucking hour, every second. I've been trying not to look at it as much. I've been seeing a little dip. And your boy's been feeling some type of way, but I get it, you know. Everybody's not going to ride with you forever. And some people just show up late to the party. I get it. Right? So someone say, yo, Petey, like, 
one of my partners, they say, how you feel about, you still into it or whatever? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Because all it takes is for one person to tell me that they feel me. That's all it's ever taken for me, man. One person to be like, I feel you. I remember when I, I know I bring up stand-up again, but I remember when I first started to do stand-up, one of the, one of the advices that I heard from an older comic, he said, this is how you know you're on your way. If somebody you don't know, not to say you're good or anything, but if somebody you don't know comes up to you after a show and says you're funny or that was funny, you're on your way. You're doing the right thing. You're in the right field. And that should give you enough momentum to go to the next show and 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 the next show. So that's that's where I stand with the podcast. I'm motivated. I didn't have no guests this week. I said, you know what? I got this. Let me talk to the people. I don't talk to the people enough, man. And I love to talk. That's why That's why I love the podcast. Nobody here to shut me up. Nobody here to tell me to shut up. No one here to object. You can write in the comments if you want, but you ain't stopped me from talking my mind. Out here with young Taylor. She got her Uggs on. They look like high top baked potatoes, but I love them. They look comfy. Look like a bundle of joy on your feet. Just want to cut them in half and insert sour cream and chives. We out here. Also, uh, a lot of shit going on, man, in the in the world. A lot of creeps coming out every day. There's a new creep going down. Ladies. I, you know what I was hoping? I, I was thinking today. I was just hoping uh, that all of this stuff that's going on, I'm hoping it can, it will help avoid it from continuing to happen. Obviously, I want justice to be served to whoever you know deserves the justice, but also I just hope it it's a it's a message moving forward. And there's a lot of dudes out there who joke around and joke around, woo, 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 woo. but I could always tell who's really down with the bullshit because they they lean towards that in the conversation to try to see like where you gonna be with it. Like, are you gonna be like, no, nah, it was cool. Louis should get his job back. Harvey should be fine. And it's like, nah, man. Fuck that. You got a sister. You got a mother. You got you got a girl. You got a something. You got, you know, you got a fucking heart, man. So you should have some sort of compassion. It's not a fucking joke. It's not like it's a, it's a weird fucking thing right now. It's a weird, weird, weird thing. I'm not going to say I'm not going to sit here like I'm some perfect dude. Although I've never fucking violated to that, to the extent of what these guys have done. It's like next level shit. I'm not saying once I blow up, there won't be like at least 88 dick pics out there. But they was never unsolicited. So just know that first. They was always requested. I only send them upon request. You know, and that's just the relationship that, that I've had with women in the past. Okay. This ain't on the same pop goes the weasel, Petey. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this ain't, this ain't, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Open this up for breakfast, Petey. And I think a lot of times we just got to be conscious and be, be, uh, be, be, have, you know, uh, compassion, man. Have a little fucking empathy. Listen up. Like, don't fucking just denounce something as soon as you hear, oh, another one. I'll be honest with you. I heard some shit yesterday about Rocky. I'm like, damn, I usually use Rocky shit in my fucking intro. I got to change my intro now. I can't be associated with with rapists, alleged rapists, because, you know, it hasn't been proven, but still. What's that saying? What don't come out in the wash, come out in the rinse? I don't even really do laundry like that. 
but it makes sense to me. You could you could you could bamboozle for so long until until you get figured out. You can't do wrong to people and think that shit ain't gonna come out. Even for me, like all the crimes that I committed, like when when people say, "Man, fuck the police, fuck the police," I could say that too. But I'm saying it from a different perspective of someone that's never done a crime. I'm almost faking the funk. <laughs> when I say fuck the police, I was the one doing the crime. So I don't even say that shit. I just keep it moving. You know, I can't I can't fake the funk. Shout out to Dollar General. Salute. That's a dollar store in my neighborhood. They keeping me alive. They got ground beef for like two forty five. Gatorades for a dollar. They got the jumbo Gatorades for a dollar, man. I feel like they got extra diabetes in it or something. They trying to kill us. They trying to eradicate the community. No, I was saying like one of the other reasons that I treat so I was like when you out of here. I want people to show up to my funeral. Not only that, I want people to say good. Like I've been to funerals where people be like, I mean, he was alright when he wanted to be. I don't want to be like I want people to say yo I want people to fucking cry at my funeral. I want people to say take me. Take me instead, Lord. Too soon. Even if I'm like 90 years old, I want them to say too soon. He was a good man. He gave us candles for the spirits. He was like walking sage. He just Eradicated the spirits. The key word for today is eradicated. I eradicate. You ever think about that shit though? Like the funeral time? Who's gonna be at the funeral, man? I want Alicia Keys and Jay Z to sing. You're in. You're leaving New York. Now you're going to chill with the angels, cause you was a New Yorker, and you know we love you. That's what they're going to sing when I'm out of here, man. Even though they're going to be old, too. Because if I'm 90, they like 90. But they're pretty sure they're going to have some new audio box tune, voice box, emulator, simulator. Yeah, man. When I die, man, I just want, like, if anybody's listening to this that's an artist, I would like a mural of my face um, on, like, every bodega in the city, actually. You know, everybody. I was gonna think of a specific one, but I feel like I sh- my face should be on every bodega for what I do for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would like, I would like, I would like, like a picture of me looking to the left, so you get my right side. I would like a lot of doves, a lot of doves. I need a lot of doves. Also, I need uh, two old school like cream cheese Rolls Royces, the old ones with the with the angel on the front. Two of them side by side, coming out each side of me. And um, I would like a few tanks, too. Like Matter of fact, one gold tank, like No Limit Soldiers, uh, with a lot of bling. I need a lot. I need it to look like I'm blinging. I need money bags. Uh, I need a multitude of money bags uh, with money busting out of them, obviously, because it's so much money for one bag to hold. And I want you to put a scroll of all my shout-outs yet to be uh, TBD. You know, it's TBD as I go. Right now, I just got my moms and a couple of friends. Nothing too crazy. Really, just my moms. I'm lying. I don't have nobody else other than my moms on the on the scroll. Shout out to young Cheryl. Young Cheryl. That's why I learned how to be nice to my moms because we was poor as shit. So my moms, I, I peeped that like we, she would always be nice to everybody, like all the shop owners, everybody on the block. 
And I don't know if it was because she didn't know when she was going to be short on some money or some shit and she might have needed a baker's dozen or maybe like another half pound of ground beef or whatever it was. And then she, you know, everybody loved her and loves her, you know, wherever she goes. So I think I just always picked up on that with my moms. So it's almost like, uh, like you make up for what you don't have monetarily or like, you know, you know, uh, shit worth value or whatever. You make up with that with your personality and your character. You know, you be the, if you don't got a million dollars, act like a million dollars. Oh, that's my new shit right there, yo. If you ain't got a million dollars, B, act like a million dollars, man. And also, don't be afraid to have a roach spirit, yo. Don't move backwards. Just move forward. I told my boy Dan the other day, you know why I use the word trajectory a lot? Because we had it in the right trajectory. If we was going down, I wouldn't bring up the word trajectory at all. I'd be like, yo, we got to come up. Watch your friends, people. Watch out who you hanging with, man. Make sure they are a reflection of you. You don't want to be some friend with somebody that's a creep. Somebody that, yeah, yeah, like, I'm so, like, leer- weary and leery. I don't know which one is the right word, so I said both of them. Of people, dude. Like, I love everybody, but it's like, what I said, I said, um, I feel like a lot of times everybody fucks with me, but I don't fuck with everybody. Because I got to feel your intentions. I think you should you should feel people's intentions, man. See what they up to. If they not up to what you up to, not to say they got to be up to the same exact thing that you're up to, but if they ain't on the same page as you, like uh, mentally, spiritually, you shouldn't be hanging out with these people. You shouldn't. For what? They're going to absorb all your energy, all your good stuff. They're going to take it and use it. They're going to use you. They're going to fool you. They're going to make you think that they're helping you when they're not. They're actually hurting you. That was the thing. That was one of the things that I learned early on, too, when I first started making money on my little illegal shit, whatever. I remember I, I did this. I had took a trip out of town. I was moving out of the state of New York, and I had just got a brand new. It wasn't new, but it was, like, kind of new. All white BMW, 540i with the 20-inch rims, Alpine TV headsets. Um, I mean, not headsets. Alpine TVs and the headrests. And I was doing my thing. Went around my old hood because I wanted to show them, like, yo, I'm doing my thing now, right? So, going around, boom, boom, boom. I got homies in the car. A few days later, we in the car. I get into an accident. Boom. I got to put my shit in the shop, to the body shop, get my shit fixed up. So then I get my shit fixed up. I'm like, all right, it's time to get out of the city. I head south. I head south. I get all the way to Georgia. And, you know, if you're on a road trip, you know, you, you accumulate junk in the car. I got Doritos. I got 7-Eleven cups, all kind of shit all over the car. And I go under my seat because I'm cleaning out the car. So I'm like, before I get into where I'm going, I'm going to clean my car out. I find a loaded handgun under the seat. It looked like death. It was just all beat up, mangled, wrapped a, tape wrapped around the handle. And I never felt that just like betrayed in my life. Like my heart dropped. I looked around. I'm like, holy shit. If a cop, like I didn't even have a clean license. I'm like, yo, if a cop fucking pulled me over. I got a Bronx ID. I'm going to go to jail. They're not going to want to know. They're not going to want to do ballistics and none of that. It's like, yo, 25 to life, man. And I never forget. I called everybody that was in my car. 
before I went into the shop or after whatever. And nobody, y'all call on my boys. Yo, you left a gun in my car? Nah, nah. You left a gun in my car? Nah, I would never. You left a gun? Nah, nah. You left? Nah. A couple days later, dude calls me, one of the homies. One of the so-called homies. He's like, yo. Yo, that was me. That left. One of the, I already talked to him and he denied it. Call me, he called me another day. Yo, man, I left the gun in the car. My bad. Um, I was, I was, I was fucking around or whatever. And then like prior to that, he told me that the mechanic in the shop probably left a gun. And I'm like, why would the mechanic leave a gun under a, a customer's car seat, passenger seat? But that right there let me know early on in life, because it's hard to leave your for the people that you think are your friends. It's hard to leave them behind. It's hard to feel like I'm gonna move on, because you feel invested. Your emotions are invested with these people. But after that, that was like the last time I ever went out of my way or, or I ever really gave gave up trust to people that didn't deserve it like that or gave up my friendship to people that didn't deserve it like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think you should value who you are and value your friendships. You value the people that you let co-star in your life. You value that. You have to. Because if you don't, you'll just have a bunch of people that are pieces of shit in your life, you'll have a bunch of unsolicited dicks running around with you. And I don't mean dick pics. I just mean people that act like dicks that are unsolicited because nobody wants them around. Nobody asks for them to be there. I came up with that downstairs, actually. Killer. Unsolicited dicks. I might call somebody that later at the show. You fucking unsolicited dick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm loving. Everybody loves me. I'm all about love. All about peace. All about happiness. Um, I was watching the movie The Sandlot the other day. <laughs> For the first time, never seen the Sandlot before, and it was a cool movie. I noticed that the kid, uh, what's his name, the main character kid. His name was his name was Scotty. Was it Scotty? Scotty Smalls, Biggie's little brother. So I'm watching the Sandlot the other day for the first time. Had Scotty Small, my man Scotty. I was I was like, man, he uses the word pickle a lot. He was like, oh man, me and the boys are in a pickle. Oh, man, another pickle. We find ourselves in another pickle. And I said, that shit is cute, man. There ain't nobody in the hood. They ain't never say nothing about no pickle, man. I can't relate with this shit. I went back to old ignorant Petey for a second. I was like, I, I can't. I was already, I can't relate with this shit. Then as the, the movie kept going, mind you, I didn't watch the whole movie. It was one of those things like I can't eat without watching something. So I, I just got a sandwich. And I'm like, I got to watch some Sandlot. Boom, light. Then I see the scene with the with the dad with his stepdad for the first time. And his stepdad was being a piece of shit. He's like, yo, can you take me to go play catch? Stepdad was like, nah. No, he said his stepdad was like, Yeah, I got you. And just ignored him right after that. Like went back to doing whatever he was doing. Then his mom's was like, Come on, you can't take Scotty out to play. You can't step away from your work for 30 minutes to show him how to play catch. He's like, aye, 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 aye. Mad attitude. Like, fuck, I'm already like, man, fuck this guy, yo. Then he had a Whitney Houston song, The Children is the Future. Teach him well and let them lead the way. Man, you got to teach him how to throw that ball and let him lead the way. But nah, he get attitude. So now he like, all right, all right, he go, he go. Nah, he going to go. He going to go play. Then he fuck around, play catch with the kid, the kid, you know. He, he's insecure. He don't know how to he catch. He can't catch the ball. So he goes and gathers the ball, brings it to him. 
doesn't throw it because he's insecure. He's like, I'm going to throw it, fuck everything up. He's already feeling insecure because his dad, stepdad ain't helping him with his confidence. Oh, no, next time just throw it back. Try to throw it. So he goes to pitch. He, he misses again, throws it, throws a fucked up pass back to his dad, whatever. So now the stepdad straight up throws some heat at his ass. Like he threw a fucking Nolan Ryan fastball straight down the middle. Hit my man Scotty in the fucking eye like a savage. Threw it like 200 miles per hour in his eyeball. Now Scotty got a black eye. Fuck that movie fucked my whole day up. But at the same time, I looked at Brightside and I was like, man, I'm glad after my parents got divorced, my moms ain't never had no man around the house. I taught myself how to do shit, man. Best thing that could ever happen for me was my pops leaving. Taught me how to survive. How to survive in the w- Although I don't know how to start a campfire. I didn't know how to start a campfire. Now I do. But that was the moral of the story. You know, don't be looking at these fairy tale movies like, oh, man, I wish my guy is there. <laughs> Fuck that. You built to win. Make sure you buy these candles, people. Liddy candles. Uh, supplies are limited. Before I get out of here, I want to say thank you to everybody once again for listening. Um, please download the ACAST app. You can find us on ACAST. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on the Laughable app. You can find us on wherever you listen to podcasts. You find us there. You know, we're doing this for you. I'm not doing this for me. I could talk to myself all day. I'm doing this for you, for the people, for the community. You know what I'm saying? You turn this podcast on, you play it for your baby that don't know how to walk yet, he going to start walking. You got roaches in your house, you play this podcast, they're going to leave. You feeling down, your bones is achy, listen to this podcast, I'll be your Epsom salt, baby. I'll be your Ben Gay. You know what I'm saying? I'll be your, 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 your icy hot. Happy uh, holidays to the people. Make sure you hang out with your friends. <laughs> and if you don't have friends and family to hang out with, send me a message, man. I'll I'll, I'll be happy to respond. Um, you know, shout out to you guys. Keep your head up if you ain't got nobody to uh, hang out with. I'm pretty sure there's something, something around every area, whether it be a soup kitchen. You can go somewhere. There's no excuse to be by yourself. I mean, you if you want to be by yourself, you be by yourself, but. You know, go outside, man. Go for a walk. Go to Staten Island. They got a turkey infestation problem over there. You can see some fucking turkeys over there or something. Uh, Until next time, like I said, please uh, subscribe, rate, review, leave a comment. We love you guys. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.